0: Hello my lovelies, hello my friends, and welcome back to Victoria's podcast on murder, mystery and mayhem. Today we have some breaking news on a woman jailed for 18 months for faking her kidnapping so that she could go back to her ex-boyfriend. This is the outcome of the Sherry Pepini case. A married mother of two has been sentenced to 18 months in prison for faking her own kidnapping so she could go back to a former boyfriend, which led to a three-week multi-state search in the US before she finally resurfaced. Sherry Papini, who's 40, from Northern California, pleaded guilty last spring under a plea bargain that requires her to pay more than 3 hundred thousand dollars in restitution. Probation officers and Peppini's lawyer had recommended she spent a month in custody and seven months in supervised home detention, but the senior U.S. District Judge William Shubb said, he opted for an 18-month sentence to, defer, to deter others. The judge said he considered the seriousness of the offence and the sheer number of people who were impacted by it. The defence lawyer, William Portanova, said that Peppini, in pursuit of a fantasy, fled to former boyfriend in Southern California, nearly 600 miles south of her home in Reading. He later dropped her off along Interstate 5, about 150 miles from her home, after she said she wanted to go home. Passers-by found her on Thanksgiving Day in 2016, with bindings on her body, a swollen nose, a blurred brand on her right shoulder, bruises and rashes across her body, ligature marks on her wrists and ankles and burns on her left forearm. All the injuries were self-inflicted and were designed to substantiate her story that she had been abducted, abducted at gunpoint by two Hispanic women while she was out for a run. The wounds were a manifestation of her self-inflicted penance, Mr. Portnova said. And once she began, each lie demanded another lie. Papini, who was emotional throughout the sentence and hearing, quietly answered, yes, sir, when the judge asked if she understood the sentence. Previously, she was in tears as she gave a statement to the court, accepting responsibility and admitting her guilt. She accepts her sentence as part of her recovery, Mr. Portanova said after the hearing. He had previously said Papini was troubled and disgraced and that she should serve most of her sentence at home. Prosecutors said it was imperative that she spend her full term in prison. She did not speak to reporters as she was surrounded by more than a dozen supporters outside the courtroom some of whom hugged her tightly. They included her husband's sister, with whom she's been living since she split with her husband. He filed for divorce and sought custody of their children after she pleaded guilty. Speaking briefly outside the courthouse after the hearing, Mr Portanova called it a fair sentence, even though it's longer than we wished for. His client was ordered to report to federal prison on November the 8th. Papini's kidnapping hoax was deliberate, well planned and sophisticated, prosecutors said. And she was still falsely telling people she had been kidnapped months after she pled guilty in April to staging the abduction and lying to the FBI about it. The nation is watching the outcome of Papini's sentence and hearing. Assistant U.S. Attorney Veronica and Shelley said, The public needs to know that there will be more than a slap on the wrist for committing financial fraud and making false statements to law enforcement, particularly when those false statements result in the expenditure of substantial resources and implicate innocent people. Outwardly sweet and loving, yet capable of intensive deceit. Miss Papini's multiple personalities drove her to simultaneously crave family security and the freedom of youth, Mr. Portanova wrote in his court filings. Prosecutors said Papini's ruse harmed more than just herself and her family. An entire community believed the hoax and lived in fear that Hispanic women were roving the streets to abduct and sell women. They agreed to seek a sentence at the low end of the sentencing range in exchange for Peppini's guilty plea. That was projected to be between 8 and 14 months, down from the maximum 25 years for the two charges. After her arrest in March, Peppini received more than $30,000 of psychiatric care for anxiety, depression, and post-traumatic stress disorder she billed the state's victims compensation fund for the treatment and now must pay it back as her restitution she has offered no rationale for her actions which stumped even independent mental health experts who said her actions did not conform with any typical diagnosis papini's painful early years twisted and froze her in a myriad ways Mr. Portavina said in arguing for home confinement. With her deception finally re- revealed, he said, it is hard to imagine a more brutal public revelation of a person's broken in herself. At this point, the punishment is already intense and feels like a life sentence. As part of the plea agreement, she has agreed to reimburse law enforcement agencies more than $150,000, ...for the cost of the search for her and her non-existent kidnappers... ...and repay the $128,000 she received in disability payments after her return. Now I have done a podcast earlier about Sherry Papini's disappearing act. What I'd like to say is, is that if anybody's seen any of the interviews with her husband after she was found... That man was inconsolable for what she'd been through. He could barely speak without breaking down crying. When he talked about the branding on her shoulder, I mean, he was just devastated. And you have to remember, he'd seen her in the worst state he'd probably ever seen anybody in his life.